Daf Chof Beis Meseches Yuma. The Mishnah tells us that originally, anybody who wanted to do the Chumas Adeshen was allowed to. Whoever came first got it. If there was more than one person, then they would race up the ramp of the Mizbeach. And whoever got to the top first, the top Dawad Amas, got to do the Chumas Adeshen. If it was a tie, then they would start again. Everyone would put out their fingers, one or two fingers, to show and make their finger more noticeable. Obviously, everyone would put out two fingers if they had the option, but two fingers only counted as one. You weren't allowed to put out a thumb. The Kayan would pick a random number and count all the fingers until he got to that number. That Kayan was able to do the Chumas Adeshen that day. One time, the Mishnah tells us that two of them were running up the ramp and when they got to the top, one coin pushed the other. He fell off and broke his leg. It was at that point that Bezda noticed that it was dangerous. And they were masakain that the Chumas Adeshin will be given out by means of a lottery. This was one of four lotteries done in the base of Mikdash. The Gemara then asks, why didn't they originally set up the Chumas Adeshin to be given out by means of a lottery? The first answer given is that the Rabbanon assumed that since this avoid was at night, people would not be that interested and the Kahanam wouldn't run to do it. However, once they saw that there really was a crowd and it was becoming dangerous, they enacted the lottery. The Gemara asks on that, but the cleaning up of the Avarim at the end of the day was originally enacted through a lottery. Why is the Chumas Adeshin any different? They're both at night. The Gemara answers that cleaning up the Avarim is at the end of the day's Avoida. That's included in the day's Avoida and not a night's Avoida. The Gemara asks, but the Chumas Adeshin is the start of the day's Avoida. And the Gemara clarifies that it's not actually the beginning of the Avoida, it's a preparation for the beginning of the Avoida. A second answer to why they didn't originally enact the choosing of the Kayin for the Chumas Adeshin as a lottery was because since it happens at night and the Kahanam are tired, it's hard to wake up, they assumed that there wouldn't be such a big crowd. Then they saw that it was getting crowded and dangerous and they implemented the lottery. The Gemara asks, but the cleaning up the Evarim is late at night. That's also a challenge to sleep. And the Gemara says that staying up is easier than waking up early in the morning. Next, the Gemara asks, wait, they enacted the lottery because of this danger? They enacted it for a different reason. It wasn't for the Chumas Adeshen. It was because whoever won this lottery didn't only get to do the Chumas Adeshen. They also got to set up the Ma'arocha and put the two gigantic boards of wood on the Mizbeach. Ravashi says that there were two separate Takanas here. First, they thought that no one was going to come for the Chumas Hadashen. And then when people were showing up in hordes and it was becoming dangerous, then they set up the lottery. Then the next step was that since it was a lottery, the Kahanam weren't showing up because everyone assumed that they weren't going to win. I never win a lottery. So they added, they sweetened the deal by adding the Seder Ma'arecha to the winner of the lottery. Now, the Mishnah said that whichever coin got to the top four Amas, got to the four Amas of the Mizbeach, won 
the race and he got to do the Chumas Adashan. So Rav Papa asks, the Gemara tries clarifying which four Amas are we talking about. Rav Papa says it can't be the bottom four Amas because it says, Oilin Bakeves, they actually go up the ramp. It can't be the four Amas going up to the ramp because they were had to be on the ramp itself. It can't be the bottom four Amas on the ramp because it says whoever made it to the top first. It can't be somewhere in the middle because how where do you draw the line? Elamira Papa says whoever got to the top of the Mizbeach was the winner. The Gemara asks, the bottom Amma by the Yisoid and the Amma around, is that included in these four Ammas? And the Gemara settles with a Teku. The Me'iri says that it is included in the top four Ammas. The Gemara now asks, why did he count, why did the Kayan who is counting the lottery count fingers? Why not just count the Kayanim? And he answers, according to Yitzchak, it's also to count Kalal Yisrael even for Dvar Mitzvah. And we learn it out from a Pasuk by Shal, where it says, Vayifkadim Bezek. The Gemara says, Bezek could mean that he counted them with little shards of pottery instead of counting them, but Bezek can also mean the name of a place. The Gemara answers, you're right. He actually counted them f- with lambs, bitloim, we learn it out from somewhere else. Vayifkadim bitloim. Rabbi Eliezer says, anyone who counts Kalei Yisrael is over on a lav of the Ohio Mispar B'nei Yisrael K'chaliyom asher lo yimod. The Pasuk says not to count Kalei Yisrael. Rabbi Nachman Bar Yitzchak says, you're over on two laven of lo yimod and lo yisoper. Lo yisoper is from Nach, that's only in Isidera Banan though. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni asks, I the Pasuk says, First it counts Klai Yisrael, and then it says, don't count Klai Yisrael. First answer is, when Klai Yisrael is doing the Ritzayinu Yishel Mokam, you can count them. You want to give personalized scrutiny and attention to each member of Klai Yisrael who's serving Hashem. But when Klai Yisrael is not serving Hashem and not doing the Ritzayinu Yishel Mokam, it's us to count them. Rebbe says a different answer in the name of Abba Yosi ben Dustoi. Klal Yisrael is not allowed to count Klal Yisrael, but Hashem is allowed to count them. That's what it means, Kichol Hayon. Rebbe Nihaloi Ba'idiyah Marshmuel says that someone who is appointed to take care of a tzibor becomes wealthy. And he learns it out from these psukim by Shaul. Shaul was appointed over Klal Yisrael, and then it says that he counted them using his lambs. That's a lot of lambs. Gemara says maybe it was their lambs. Klai Yisrael had to bring their own lambs for counting. No. Why would there be an extra pasuk for that? It must be teaching us the Chiddush that Shaul actually gave them each a lamb for counting. Next, the Gemara looks to understand the pasuk. Vayirev benachal. This was when HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Shaul in Nachal to wipe out Amalek. And Shaul made a Kavachaymer. If for one life the Torah has the halachas of Egla Arufa, this whole big tumult over one soul, over an entire nation of Amalek, halachas kama vakama. And who said the animals did Avera? Who says the katanam did Averas? A basco came out and told Shaul, don't be too big of a tzaddik. Later, when Shaul was going to wipe out the entire city of Noiv Irakoyanim, another basco came out and said, 
don't be too much of a Russia. The Rishonim tried to figure out how Shaul was able to wipe them out after hearing a Baskal. The Nachlis Yashurin says that he holds a Mashkichim Baskal. The Svas Emma says maybe he didn't hear the Baskal. Rav Huna comments, how incredible is it someone who is being protected by Hashem? Because Shaul did one Avera and got punished. David did two Averas which he was not punished for. What was Shaul's one Avera? Not killing Agag. Wait, the Gemara says. What about wiping out the city of Nevi Rakoyenim? And the Gemara says he already had gotten punished and lost his Melucha after Agag. What were the two Averas that David did and weren't punished from? Uriah, Bathsheba's husband, and the counting of Klai Yisrael. Wait, what about the, the Avera of Bathsheba? Asks the Gemara. The Gemara answers that he did get punished for that. Four times over, as Nasan Hanavi promised him. His first child, Amnon, Tamar, and Avshalom, were all Yisurim. The Gemara says, wait, but he got punished for those. Yes, but he didn't get punished on himself. I for Bathsheba, he also was not punished on himself, on his body. Yes, he was, the Gemara says. Turns out he suffered from Tsaras for six months where he had lost the Shekhinah. I, the Gemara, asks, Rav says, but David accepted Lashon Hara on Mephibosheth, that he was dressed unkempt, and he assumed that Mephibosheth was not excited that he had been reinstated as the king. No, this is according to Shmuel, who holds that David did not accept Lashon Hara, they were Dvarim Nikarim, because Mephibosheth was wearing sackcloth when he came before David. Even according to Rav, that he did accept Lashon Hara on Mephibosheth, he did get punished for it. A Baskal came out and said, Rechavam and Yeravam are going to divide your kingdom. Have a wonderful day.